BBC Radio Camp with Sting and an English man in New York. It's just gone 6.30. Oh, absolutely it was. The Conversation. On BBC Radio Kent. A nightly chat with someone with a story to tell in the county of Kent. And tonight we welcome Hattie Ashdown, stand-up comedian. Uh, Quite frankly, Hattie, evening, nice to see you. Evening. Uh, Writer, actress, radio DJ. Is there anything you haven't done on the list yet? Oh, many things. Bit of mime, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing no, that no, no. yet. Not yet. Not on radio. It wouldn't really work, would it? <laughs> we'll give it a go. We've done most things on this show. Lovely to have you with us. Um, Lovely to be here. It's very exciting for me. Is it? Yeah, I listen, on your home station? Yeah, because I, I grew up listening to Radio Kent, and I was thinking this morning, I used to, <laughs> that's really sad, I used to run on a Sunday morning to my auntie's house, yeah. half of the sausage sandwiches she used to make, <laughs> but also for the, the Sunday morning show, which I think would have been Pat Marsh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I just I always love radio I've always used to make my own little radio shows when I was about five just on a tape recorder and stuff and so uh, it's privileged to be here have you got any of those recordings still oh, I don't know yeah I did the same I had a cassette and uh, uh, my mate Matthew and I we, we recorded when I was about 12 and we recorded in Folkestone at Radnor Park when I had the Donkey Derby going on. <laughs> and uh, oh. I, I saw this cassette a few years ago and uh, we decided to call our na- self names so instead of our own name I was known as the Phantom Man that, that was my that was my radio handle at the time. I was only twelve, and it's about thirty years ago. So, yeah. um, lovely to have you with us. Uh, so, tell me, as a comedy writer, mm-hmm. mixing that with a stand-up, I guess for you it's a kind of both worlds. You, you get to to write the stuff that makes people funny and programs that work and that have that kind of comic effect in life. We all got funny things that ordinary people yeah. say. Um, yeah, I guess, like, I come from quite a funny family. Um, <laughs> unintentional a lot of the time. No, I'm joking. Um, I have a very funny sister, particularly. And, you know, we always have laughs about. And then, but I think that stand up definitely. I didn't before stand up I hadn't really written any sort of scripts or anything mm. before um but it made me you know yeah makes you more self aware and stuff like that of characters and stuff around you and I've always sort of obviously I was a bit in comedy theater as well when I first came out of university so but I think it definitely helped with with the sitcom writing uh in the sense of I was doing stand-up and before that funny things would happen but you just go oh well you know you tell someone and that's it but when I started doing stand-up you start making little notes and stuff like that so I think I had when we were writing the sitcom luckily I had all these a few little notes of you know something that would happen or a character yeah. and I'd make a note of it which I don't think would have happened had I not done stand-up because stand-up makes you go mad <laughs> makes you observe everything but it looks scary as well stand-up it, does it i mean oh yeah it's terrifying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i want to be one of those people to say i love it yeah I, i've never met anyone who even i mean people who come on who've been doing it for years and years and years constantly say you know no it's still terrifying i get that yeah i think it still has to be a little bit do you not get a little bit nervous before you come a on little air? Bit, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Hmm. i think you have to it's, it's good it's good nerve good nerves a lot of the time time um you know i get more nervous about some shows than others and yes always the one i'm like yeah i'm not too bothered about this one and that will be the gig that doesn't go very well that'll be the one yeah yeah do you you think that that you people watch are you a real people watcher too does that help yeah i people watch and i people listen i'm terrible i do that terrible you know um uh, things i can't tell you on air now but (laughs) (laughs) but you know like i just pick up things i'm terrible pick overhearing conversations on the train and stuff right okay so so anyone who listens to the show knows i recently broke my arm so i'm no longer driving until christmas probably right but i am on the train oh. and i've got my daily journey oh, driving this- a train now Don. yeah i'm driving Fair a train now. this is 
been my this has been my new experience of being a commuter again after many many years. So I'm back on the train from Ashford through to here in Tunbridge Wells. Yeah. That's a great journey, three trains, and <gasps> I get to have three different experiences of people in carriages. Wow! And the things I've been picking up, and you probably get the same when you're sitting in there. But I've, yeah. I picked up the most amazing things, which I'm now been using in my show. Uh, things like uh, the, the, the couple the other day, a very posh uh, couple of women who were on the train talking about how they were deciding whether buying a certain type of animal was a good idea for for their kid at Christmas. And, you know, it was a hedgehog. Who buys a hedgehog? They no. were so posh that they were talking about buying a hedgehog for their child at Christmas. An actual hedgehog? Are you hedgehog? sure it wasn't a stuffed one? No, no, well, I thought it, was a, I thought it would be a cuddly toy. One. But I, I listened in a bit more. <laughs> I listened in a bit more and realised that they were talking about a live hedgehog. So that was weird in itself. I'm picking up stuff. And that people watching that you can do, or, mm. as you say, people listening, <laughs> it gets you incredible material because ordinary mm. people are usually the funniest people, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, which is where I... I mean, my, most of my stand-up material is about things that I've done. Uh, so, but otherwise it's people I've worked with or it's my family and um, not that they like that so much. <laughs> Do they not? Because I guess I, I have this thing where I have to be careful what I say about my family. On air and stuff. But I don't. <laughs> I all. They get it all uh, because, you know, when, when you're on the air or like you standing you know, yeah. doing those shows or on TV and things, you know, people obviously want to hear about you, the real you. Yeah, I guess. you can't lie. You've got to. I just I, they know I, I say to them, I've just exaggerated it a bit. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I don't really need it's, to a lot of the time. The truth. It's all real. It's all real. So I, does that mean then that in Longfield, where you come from, you are yeah. now not allowed in? Or... <laughs> I know. I went home the other day and I thought... Come on, where's the fanfare? I thought, you know, <laughs> like, local girl done good. Done good, yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, no, no, no. It's a little tiny village, bless it. If anyone knows it, it's, you know, they don't really mind about me. <laughs> now, you and your other half been doing some serious, mm. serious house searching because you're coming back to your county. I have. Um, yeah, it's, oh, it's depressing, isn't it, house hunting? Well, the, the, the looking at the places online is fun, you know, sort of, I mean, it cuts out so much. The legwork now, it's, it's amazing. Not that I know what it was like before, but I imagine it's traipsing around. So you can look online, it's brilliant. They even do these virtual tours, you know, some of the uh, websites. <laughs> I'm not going to give them away. And it's brilliant. But, yeah, we're looking at kind of Dartford, Crayford, that sort of area. But we did look, St Mary's Cray, we're going all over, just getting an idea, and it's like, oh, <gasps> Yeah. So you're almost like, uh, that's our metropolitan Kent, isn't it? So almost like a footstep towards yeah. London, but not quite. My um, my husband, he, he's originally from Norwich, so it's like I'm having to slowly persuade him because he's, <laughs> he still sort of wants to be in London, really. You know, he's not lived in London very long. I've, I've lived in London about, about eight years now, on and off, from moving back to my poor mother when I've been dumped or you know lost a job or whatever <laughs> go back for a couple of weeks or something <laughs> and then move back so i've had i'm like i'm fine to move out a bit more so how is the housing market right now are you doing okay are you finding what you need um it's expensive isn't it it's expensive i don't really understand they ring me up and ask me all these questions and i go yeah and but i'm like the I'm the sort of, like, daring one. I just go, yeah, we'll put an offer in. And my husband's like, what are you doing? I go, I don't know. Just be daring. So... Yeah, it's not too bad around Dartford. But I shouldn't say that because I don't want anyone else to... Dartford's horrible. No, 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 you have to do that, don't you? You mm. have to say a, almost a bad thing in order for the secret to be kept and you get yes. to enjoy the potential number of properties that are still available for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I, 
I liked it's weird because yeah looking around the place I'm just like keep I was like keeping quiet I didn't know if I'm meant to be going yay this is amazing well but I can't imagine you keeping quiet because you're I quite, can't. no I just think you're incredibly enthusiastic and you, you, you know you are like a powerhouse you oh. I mean, that's a lovely thing you know you've come through the studio and I'm Fantasy immediately powerhouse <laughs> the size of the film no, you are immediately sort of giving that kind of spark which is a lovely thing on a Thursday oh, thanks. it's great having you with us Hattie stay with us here on BBC Radio King I will I'm here the conversation you can't get rid of me Dom <laughs> we may be going on till 10 o'clock tonight the Mark Forrest show may not be uh-uh. happening but let's first look at some of the items you've picked out for the conversation tonight we're going to start with micro pubs <laughs> That's super cool, mate. I want to talk about pubs. <laughs> <laughs> so all very, talking about uh, house hunting and everything. Um, pubs? That's very important. What what pubs are nearby? What they're like? First thing we did when we went and looked at one in Dartford was that that was the local pub. Went in there straight away. See what the locals were like. Blah de blah blah. It is important because if you've got a pub nearby, you want to make sure then it's not too rowdy. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want it to be too quiet. No, and and not even just that you might want to go in there. You just want to see what sort of people are going. Oh, going in there so you are really, doing your whole kind of like it's you know pre-planning because you can't just move to a place yeah. and a lot of people do don't they they just go they they say well it looks like a nice area they don't yeah. any research got to do your research i know i think i maybe have been taking it too far by knocking on the neighbor's door and say can i come in for dinner stay overnight yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe i've been okay. taking that a bit too far <laughs> but um so apparently yeah. uh, so I haven't been to this one, but um, I read in the new shopper, which I used to deliver when I was a nipper. It's all full circle, isn't <laughs> I it? I know. Well, I delivered it for a while and then I got too cold and um, <laughs> my mum took it over, God bless her. No, really? <laughs> With her little trolley. Yeah, she used to do it for me. But it, she, she became this like regular saintly person that people used to come out and talk to her and uh, tell her to her their worries because my mum's got this worry drawer thing. She puts your worries in there and it goes away. Anyway, that's another story. Can I have a number after. Yeah, I will. Um, so, so uh, where was micro pubs? So I read one open up in Gravesend. Right. Okay. Yep. And I haven't been to it, but they said so. The idea is from what I can make out with the micro pub is that it's quite bare, really. And the idea is that there's no music, no no TV screen, no football. It's and you know you're not allowed to have internet on. No. You can have your laptop on. It's, it's about getting back to talking. Stripping to it down. Other. Stripping it down. Um, and I'm not sure. I mean, there's there's one where I because I'm sort of on the border. I'm sort of on South London. It's very near to Kent in Crofton Park. And there's one. Oh, I should be careful because I, I do love my area. But there's one opened up there, and I'm not sure about. Okay. We're still giving it a chance. The good thing, Hattie, is you're moving, so who yeah. cares? Who cares? <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, worried about it, like they're not going <laughs> to let me in. Um, but we, and, and it's the idea, I mean, with this one, is they don't even have like a bar. You're just sort of walking and it's all very really casual. Okay. And they just kind of go, hey, so what, how, what do you fancy? And you sort of go, um, red wine. And they go, well, what sort of thing do you like? And I think it's all meant to be informal, but... I like a bar to prop myself on. It's, yeah. it's a bit weird. I find it a little bit... I'm I, not I, sure about it. I understand it. communities who maybe don't have a, you know, a, a proper pub, that they mm. want to do their own little thing. I get that. But, yeah. you know, you, you might end up just basically going in there and you've got some bloke down the road who's kind of got his little beers sorted out. Yeah. It's, not, it's not great, is it? It's not a night out. I think I like the idea that the, the community feel... Uh, obviously, and people talking to each other, but you can't force these things. So I don't. It's a little bit like, you know, uh, like my friend Scott was saying, a bit like a s- school 
you know, classroom yeah. with beers. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. you can't talk, you can't have the tone, you can't have music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sort of like, when you take you don't away from people. Yeah, you don't want that again, do you? We had that at school. Yeah. <laughs> Not the beers. <laughs> Not well, the beers. Uh, Toby in Dartford saying, great conversation tonight with what sounds like a great local character. More Ooh. please like you. Do you just want to come back on next week? I just, yeah, just going to be a show, Radio Ken. Okay. That's what it's all about. Well, you know, it's, it's possible. <laughs> it is possible right possible, now. Dominic. Absolutely. Uh, okay, well, let's move away from Micropubs. We're going to talk about uh, the woman who, well, it, Actually, when the music was playing, you and I had mm. a bit of a tear for this lady because she, she spent a week in a chicken shack shop type. Oh, it's KFC. Uh, after, <laughs> after, after some heartbreak in her life. She did. And also, I had a tear. I meant to say you were playing Coldplay and my family would blooming love that. My sister should be listening. She loves Coldplay. It's like this show is tailor-made for you tonight. I know. It's a little bit freaky. Um, my sister Tracy, big up. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this lady in South China. Um, I can't. Where's the other one? I didn't phone in front of me. I haven't. But, well, all, that's all you need to know. She spent a week in KFC after heartbreak and but apparently the st- so it's a 24 hour one and obviously otherwise that would be a bit worrying um, <laughs> they just sort of like didn't notice her and there's some pictures of her where she's sort of slumped on the on her sort of cubicle bit set in a booth and but it, only, it took them about three days and they sort of went yeah I think that's the same person that's oh, been no. there when they said to her are you okay she just went I need some time to think. That's all she kept saying. And apparently uh, she left after a week when uh, local media and press started getting interested in the story. And she said, I didn't plan to stay here. I just came in here for some chicken. (laughs) And then thought... Actually, I need some time to think, and it's comfort food. And yeah, comfort food is everything, isn't it? I mean, when we all have a bit of a crisis in our lives, or anything, to be honest, if you just had a bit of a bad day, yeah, uh, it's easier now as well. If you, you know, it doesn't even have to be a giant thing in your life. It can be. Re- I'm trying to give the excuse of why I might like to go and have some comfort food. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. You it could can be happy, sad. Yeah, you, you could be happy and sad, and yeah, uh, but you do, don't you? You do reach for that food because it just makes you feel a bit better. Well, it's not good for you, but it makes no, you feel a bit better. and obviously. She she felt safe there maybe she didn't want you know you don't want sometimes when you've been heartbroken you don't want to keep talking about it and she's probably doing a bit of people watching yeah people i do listening. I, I do want a bit of company as well because it's gonna be lots of different people yeah. and you get to know people although there's only so many choices you can go for not just kfc that's but the all the others thing. that's the only problem is it? because you go through and you just think look there's not enough choices there it's i'm gonna, gonna have to move on to another shop yeah, exactly. But I like the idea of it, and I think there's 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 a gap in the market there. I, I, I remember when I had a bit of heartbreak, and a friend of mine did, and we sort of got together on it, and we called we called it Heartbreak Hotel, Ooh. and we were just all sort of like together for about a week, locked ourselves in our bedroom, and just ate and stuff like that. And I was sort of telling her not to go on Facebook, and then she was telling me not to go on Facebook, and also. So I think there should be like a Heartbreak Hotel. We can check in. They take the phones off you, um, and they just feed you. KFC comfort food. Hattie's Heartbreak Hotel. Yes. There are other fast food restaurants available. We should oh, just sorry. mention that. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. We, it's just that you and I just mentioned KFC more than once or twice. I know. You can't keep saying KFC because that'd be terrible. Uh, <laughs> there are other. Yeah, okay. We got it. There's uh, loads. Yeah, there's loads. There really are. There's a lot of choice. Uh, finally, because we have run out of time, this has been great. We, we, we just, it feels like it was just a second ago you I came know. in the studio, but. Flew. Yeah. We've just, you've got flu. Oh, no. Um, Let's end with talking a bit about your work because yes. uh, we've had a couple of mentions on the text that have come in tonight. Give out girls. Now, the next episode on Comedy Central coming up uh, will be next Tuesday. Just yeah. one just gone. How did that all happen? Oh, well, uh, in brief, uh, as I was doing promo work, which is what it's about. It's about four girls that do promo work. And if anyone doesn't know what that is, I'm sure most people do without even knowing. They're the ones on the street. It who can be outside of a station yeah. um, giving out some free little 
mini can of drink, uh, you know, the most big one, if you can think of. Um, and, or it can be someone, you can go to the Ideal Home exhibition. Yeah, got it, yeah. And, you know, you're advertising some new horrible savoury yoghurt that no one wants. Did you like that job? Do you know what? It was, on. A, I did it on and off and it was really good in between, like, because I've, I've worked uh, in radio and I've done a bit of acting, I've done a bit of everything. And it, it's perfect for that. People I worked with, and in the show we've got one of the girls is a dancer, um, she's off, uh, from New Zealand and she's a dancer and then another girl just doesn't know what she wants to do a lot of them don't know what to do and that's why it's a perfect sort of job uh, for people that are in between things I'm in between things you know and uh, so it wasn't too bad you know and I but sometimes it would be awful it'd be really cold and you get the bosses made it bad a lot of the times because you get jobs worse and you know so I made notes on these awful characters. like you said you you, you you kind of soaked it all up and then yeah. then you get together with uh, the writer Tony McMurray and t- together yeah, so, you create it uh, I got to, I, I got introduced to Tony McMurray and uh, he's from Kent as well and so we both had the same sense of humour and um, yeah I sort of already had the basis of the idea um, but he'd written sitcoms before he written one Last Chances with Adam Buxton and so we come together and went to several channels and then eventually Comedy Central put it on and so they should well, I people, feel like it's a world that people need to know yeah, about yeah and we all experience it so yeah. that, that's always the nice I think thing anyone who's ever had a temp job doesn't have to be promo will we'll absolutely relate to it 9.30 Comedy Central next Tuesday for you to see it uh, Hattie we have run out of time but I want you to come back in because it's please, been please. fun we, we must do part 2, 3, 4 and 5 yeah I could be like a regular person that That'll comes be nice. in and well, talks about stuff news yeah. in, in South China <laughs> Girls that are you know, I, to me, I just think that was the, just the best bit of the day, really. <laughs> and now, I don't know why, but I, I've got this urge to eat. Uh, uh, it's BBC Radio Kent. Uh, speaking of eat, the Yum Yums. Uh, you picked that song tonight. Yes, I love a bit of Northern Soul. I love any music. I used to be in a 60s girl troupe. I've been in everything, as you said. And this, the beginning bit of this, oh, it just makes the hair on the back of my... I haven't got any hair on the back of my neck. <laughs> but if I did, it would stick up. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you Thank so you much Tom. for being here. Back again soon as Hattie Ashdown moves to Kent.